0: I'm pretty sure you can sing any Matchbox 20 song with your teeth clenched, and it'll sound just like him. God damn! But I can't think example. of a Matchbox 20 song. Okay. Yes. <laughs> but I was singing it earlier today, and I had my teeth clenched, and I was like, anybody could do this. Yes, I am a You know, you don't have to move your lips. <laughs> and I said, baby... You gotta use them a little bit. You gotta use your lips, yeah. Wow, your teeth clenched? They're clenched. You don't even need them. You don't even need your tooth? Why well, you Mm-mm. don't need your tooth? And I, said, baby, baby. I also can do a solid Janis Joplin impression. Well, that's just sheer talent. Oh Lord, <laughs> won't you buy me <laughs> a Mercedes Benz? <laughs> My friends all try Porsches. I must make a <laughs> man. Oh my God! Worked hard all <laughs> my, my life. life. Help from, from my friends. Oh Lord, won't you buy me
1: a Mercedes
0: Benz? I think we just got canceled. Oh man, why? Yeah. I mean. Is that bad? Is she bad? Is no. Is she no. racist? <laughs> uh, who knows? <laughs> probably. She's definitely dead, though. <laughs> oh. Right? Well, yeah. yeah. Are you not allowed to sing dead people's songs? No, no, no. It's just, you I know, know we probably butchered We're it, is what people. I was thinking. It did um, sound dead on. It was dead on in my sure head. i sure that's just her sound. Yeah. That's yeah. what she sounds like. I was like, is Janis Joplin in the shed? I thought so, too. Oh, yeah. Lord. Okay. Yeah. No, that's fine. She's fine. We crushed it. Killed it. Oh, man. How's it going, Erin? You know... Just here. Another day in the life. Another day, another dollar, you know? Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> sound like a working girl. Yeah, you do. I like it. I mean, technically I am. I just came from work. It was kind of nice. Yeah, I did too. I walked mm-hmm. from my living room to here. Mm, I drove five minutes to wow. here. Wow. Wow. <laughs> We are just really killing it. Yeah, we really are. Anyway, how the fuck did we get here? I don't know. I don't either, but. Can you give me your goddamn. I would love to. So, my kid was. He is five years old, and he was playing fucking Superman or whatever. And so he would run down my little my house, and then he would jump your up what the house? <laughs> just, i just just trying to stroke through it. <laughs> <laughs> Not today, Satan. <laughs> Can't get me. <laughs> he was running through my living room, and then he would jump up to the back of the couch and kind of like put his arms up like Titanic style or whatever, and do like a oh god, I don't know, like a dolphin move or something. I don't know what the fuck he was doing. <laughs> like Shamu status. Yeah, yeah. Like Shamu would like beach himself and throw his tail up in the air. <laughs> exactly. I think he was trying to do like that, and so. I wasn't really, like, I I watched him do it a couple times, and I was like, cool. And the younger girl, she was just like, hell yeah, keep going. Like, you're doing so good. She was cheering him on, and I was like, they're playing so good together. Isn't it funny how, like, pure chaos could be happening around you, and you're just like, okay. Like, you just, fine." Yeah, yeah, overstimulation mm-hmm. your brain shuts off well my brother came over for dinner and so i was like talking to him or whatever and i saw it all happening over there and i was like whatever and then i heard something really aggressively hit my coffee table and i was like <sighs> uh-oh that sounded bad that was not my kid that sounded like no it sounded like a toy like a plastic oh. toy went like bam onto it and i was like ooh. And i look over and i don't see anything it's, and that's glass dead silent yeah it's glass and wood on the edges So I like look over and I'm waiting to be like, "Mm, listen for crying. Like, is it is it a kid? It's probably fine. Whatever. If it is a toy, like I'm a little annoyed that they're throwing shit around. But at the same time, it doesn't really matter. Like, whatever. It'll be okay. Life is chaos. Mm -hmm. Talking to my brother. Haven't seen him in a while. So there's that. And then after far after the appropriate amount of time for it to have been a kid, I heard like. (gasps) And I was like, oh, "Oh my God, it was a kid. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. It was my baby boy. And so I run over there. And he is on the, the ground between my couch and my coffee table. Fucking hands clenched over his <sighs> face. And I was like, oh, my God. And I pull his hands away and immediately start moving him around. Like, is it a neck injury? You oh, know? no. Is like, <laughs> oh, it a neck injury? Let me shake you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is it a spinal issue? <laughs> so I picked him up and I put him on the couch so I could see his face better. And I pulled his hands away and there was blood all over oh. his hands. There was blood all over his face. And he looks at his hands and he looks at me and just wails, there's blood? Like, he you know, was so disappointed. And I was like, oh, honey, it's okay. and So I, like, sent my brother, like, get wipes, fucking paper towels, whatever. And i like... Assess the situation. Yeah. Call 911. <laughs> you, call 911. <9-1-1. laughs> keep keep, keep coughing. coughing. So I was uh, doing that, you know, in my sweet, sweet mom paramedic skills, and I... Pinched off his, his um, bloody nose and all that. Oh, was it an inside of his nose? It was inside of his nose that oh. was bleeding. But it was just a like, teeny tiny little bit of blood. Yeah. And I was like, that's weird. Like I've never seen, seen a bloody nose stop that his quickly. Mouth? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. But he went over the couch and just sailed face first into oh. the coffee table. And he, he blamed it, aggressively blamed it, on my daughter. She was cheering him on too hard. (laughs) I was like, so that's why, man. She (laughs) was really cheering me on. Made you just go too far, huh? Too hard. Let it be a lesson, kid. Yeah. Because in life. (laughs) There is a thing called peer pressure. <laughs> Sometimes it takes you under the wings. Yeah, people like Stacy <laughs> will cheer you on too fucking hard. Too fucking hard. And, and then you bash your face into a coffee table. You gotta know your limits. <laughs> yeah, you gotta stop yourself because nobody else is gonna stop you, kid. We're gonna start calling him Icarus. <laughs> <laughs> He's flying too close to the coffee table. <laughs> that was on Tuesday. And then this morning, which is Thursday... He had crawled into my bed at night and then in the morning he woke up and he was coughing and he fucking coughed up something into his hand. And I was like, oh, no, he's throwing up. Like, that's gross because he was, like, gagging or whatever, too. And so I, like, Poor baby. threw him to the bathroom and I was like, <laughs> throw up in the toilet. And he's like, I don't want to throw up in the toilet. And I was like, nope. But he wants to. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. This is how it works. It's just though. what it is. And then he threw up like blood everywhere. But it wasn't like throw up. It was just like he was like coughing and whatever, coughed up a bunch of blood and stuff. And I was like, well, that's a problem for later. And then <laughs> you, I told you about that because I wasn't going to tell you about the rest of my goddamn. And I was like, man, can you believe this happened? And you were like, did he have a bloody nose recently? And today <laughs> I learned something. <laughs> coughing up jelly blood. He's coughing up that jelly blood. Well, you said it really wasn't that bad of a nosebleed? Mm-mm. It all I went inside apparently? Yeah. I was gonna say, I wonder if it like went into his lungs or something mm. and then he's coughing it all up or like it's stuck in his throat and he's like mm. I do sinuses or some shit. Yeah. I don't know. Gross. Apparently it's in there. So poor Ugh. guy. Yeah. My oh, little man me. and now his nose, because I'm a mom, so I've just stared at his face for fucking hours. Countless hours. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how much time I've clocked looking at that kid's face. Yeah. But it's different now. Oh, did he break it? I don't think so. I don't know, though. Like, his nose is just different than it once was. It's got, like, a big bruise and a bump on one side, but, like, the other side is the side that hurts. I don't know. And I just. Well, listen, I have a deviated septum from that very thing, so. (laughs) But I didn't know. I didn't know what happened. I just know I've had a lot of nose injuries and a lot of bloody noses in my day. Well, this might be the start of it. So my kid's officially broken. Mm, Sorry, right. mine broke a while ago. But it was my other kid's fault, apparently. For yeah, being don't too cheer high. him on. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Fucking mom life, man. I know. Yeah. So what's yours? Give me your goddamn. I got one from mom life also. Uh, last Friday, I don't know, but my mom came and helped because daycare was closed, whatever, and I still had to work. So my mom was here helping. And at the end of the day, I take my mom home, and she lives by a McDonald's that still has a playhouse area mm-hmm. thingy, mm-hmm. which is like rare and hard to come by anymore because they're like a liability. Exactly, all <laughs> oh, those things are so bad. Well, they were all built in like the early nineties. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure this one's been redone, but not like oh. super recently. Like, but it's not like graffitied, and you can actually see through the clear plastic bubbles. You oh, know, like okay. they yeah. fog over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, like you can still see through it, but. My kids love McDonald's. It's like a treat for my youngest one. He always wants it. They call it Old McDonald's. That's yeah, cute. And so I was like, OK, let's make it a fun Friday night on the way to drop off. Grandma will stop by McDonald's and we'll go into the play area because they had said, can we go to the play area? Like, the, I don't know where or how they have heard about McDonald's having play areas, but, you know, none in their life have them now. And so they knew for some reason that there's one there. So I said, OK, yep, you guys have been so good for me today. We'll go do that. So we do that. We get food, whatever. We go into the play area there's a thousand fucking kids in there and it's inside so it's loud as fuck and hot as fuck oh my god it's toasty it's warm it's, it's muggy. muggy yeah, yeah. and like, like that i don't know what the fuck was going on but there was one kid that was screaming bloody murder non-stop to where it was like giving me a headache but i'm mm. also like i'm in a play area like i'm not gonna be like wow shut the fuck up keep kid. your kids calm yeah yeah and then it was like this one particular family there <laughs> was an older kid who was like climbing on the outside of it too and Ooh. then my kid was like oh what's he doing and i'm Like, you can't do that. Like, you know, doing the whole, like, just because you see somebody else, no, you can't do it. But there was a part of me that was like, lady, can you leave now because, like, your kid is so fucking loud and the other one's just climbing all over his (laughs) stuff. Yeah, like, you're causing chaos. And (laughs) And I just want to eat my chicken nuggets in silence. Yeah. But also, I'm in a play area. Like, that's not my right. You understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that's really what I wanted inside of my body. Okay, so we get there. My kids are, like, two of the shyest, quietest, like, people. Which is weird surprising uh, but i was too when i was little yeah I guess. so and then you know lee was is, is i don't know yeah how that works he's just not as chaotic as, as me yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's not as chaotic <sighs> oh man but anyway so my kids get in there there's pure chaos and they're like "Ooh, i don't like this and then they wanted to go eat inside of the restaurant and i was like fuck that shit You made me, like, I would have just gone through the drive-thru. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We came in here. I don't want to be at a restaurant right now. Yeah, like, you better get over your fucking fear and climb in that tube. (laughs) Like, I'm not, mm -mm. You better climb in that piss tube, kid. (laughs) Like, that is the kind of parent I am. (laughs) Smells like farts in this bubble, Mom. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's That's what you asked for. You wanted this, bro. So, anyway, we're sitting there. We're eating. We're, like, right at the entrance at a table, right at the entrance to, like, the whole tube maze. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, you could tell that they were interested, but they just were intimidated. So I kept trying to encourage them to go inside, whatever. I literally fucking killed. I was the only parent that was like, come on inside. All the other parents were like, we have to go. And like their kids aren't coming out. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then I was just getting frustrated because I'm like, it's loud as fuck. And you guys are being little bitches, like get in the goddamn tubes. Mm -hmm. But anyway, they eventually (laughs) go in. And then I was like, so proud of them. Like, yeah, you overcame your fear, whatever. But like we're going in like two feet and then running back out and being like, it's dark in there. I'm scared, whatever. We get to the point where, like, we have been there long enough, and the kids weren't eating because they wanted to go play, but they didn't want to go play. And I was just like, we're going home. Like, my mom and I had eaten... I'm not going to fucking sit in this room anymore if you're not going to play. Yeah, we're done here. I would sit here for an hour if you were playing. Yeah. And I would hang out with my mom. Yeah. But like, I'm not going to fucking coax you this whole time. Yeah. So then I'm like, okay, it's time to go. So we pack up all of our shit. We put on their shoes. And I start to walk out the door of the play area. And right before I push the door, my mom goes, I'm pretty sure that's a fire exit. And I was like, no, it's not. (laughs) And I pushed the door open. (laughs) It was a fire exit. Did it make alarm? It was so loud. I was like, ew, ew. Like so fucking loud, everybody stopped and looked at me like, wow, lady, can you not? Well, first of all, the play area is like an indoor-outdoor area. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it has two fucking doors, and I swear to God, I just watched a family walk out this door, but I guess they didn't. My mom was like, no, they turned around and saw that it was a fire exit and they went out the other side. No, they read the sign. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but there's two fucking doors, and both of those doors are fire exits. And they lead right to the parking lot, and it's all glass. Like, you can see everything. Yeah, like, I'd it like doesn't to leave out that door. seem like a fire exit. Yeah, yeah it, it just it seems like an exit. Yeah, otherwise I have to go all into the restaurant all the way the fuck around to get outside. That doesn't even make yeah. sense. And I remember when I was younger, you used to come in and out of those doors. Mm. Like, they weren't fire exits in my younger life. So I just didn't think about it. And it wasn't like... (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) It wasn't like, warning, or like a big weird door with red letters. It was like, a Little like fucking paragraph of text right before the handle, like right, like, at right the above handle the handle, where you're touching it, yeah. Where it's like fire. And, and I you're wasn't like, what? I was holding a kid and shoes and everything else, like shoving the door open, yeah. like happy meals on each of my fingers hanging off. Like, come on, let's get the fuck out of here, yeah. Oh my god, so it went off. My dumb ass panicked, and I like stepped back and let the door shut again. And then I was like, oops, and then I had to turn around to the room full of doom instead of just <laughs> walking out the door. Like, my car is right there, yeah. Like, anyway, excuse me, yeah. I'm just gonna leave now. <laughs> I, I just know. wanted you all to know I was leaving. <laughs> oh my god, Aaron. There were a handful of people in there, right? Like adults. And I was like, oops, sorry! Like clenching my teeth and like kill me, right? Like yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. I don't want to be in this scenario. Not one person was like, it's okay, or giggled. They just looked at me like, you fucking idiot. And one old guy in the corner, I don't know why he was sitting there. He didn't have any friends. I know friends. <laughs> he didn't have any <laughs> kid, kids or anything. He looked at me and he shook his fucking head in disappointment. What? I wanted to stab him. I was like, I'm so pissed at all of you motherfuckers. First of all, I've been sitting in here for an hour daily with your shitty ass kids scaring my kid and then now I made a fucking honest goddamn mistake. And he they were all judging head. me. I would have died laughing or at least smiled at the person like, man, that's dumb. Well, I was like cringing and I'm like kind of giggling like, oh my gosh, really? guys, I'm so sorry. And then one of the like, own, like restaurant workers like fucking booked it in there. because She had some special key. I'm sure this happens a lot. Yeah, I'm sure it she does. She had some special key to turn it off. She was acting like it wasn't her first rodeo. She knew what the fuck to do yeah and i was like oh my gosh i'm so sorry she wasn't even like don't worry happens or like no problem i have a fucking key nothing just ignored me and booked right to it like everybody was fucking over my shit and i'm like you didn't do anything i opened the door well and then and then i have my oldest son walking next to me mom next time you need to read the door because that is really loud that was a fire exit you're not supposed to go out of it i'm like yep you're right kid got it whatever like Don't you lecture me right now. It was an accident. Like, I was trying to be cool about it, but I was starting to boil on the inside. Like, fuck all these people in this room for Mm -hmm. all being assholes. Yeah. Fuck my day. Yeah, also, yeah, yeah. like, just had a shitty ass day in general. Fuck all of this, and in my little welcome kid, for being here, my little kid just rubbing it in, <laughs> salt in the wound. And then eventually, I had to be like, "All right, kid, stop. I got it." But then he told his dad, and his dad was like, "What?" And everybody's like, "You idiot!" And I'm like, "I'm gonna stab everybody." <laughs> anyway, so I went out. I almost went out an emergency exit. You I sounded have the just alarm. Continued on, like, well, uh, yeah. It's well, still as going. soon as the door shut. Because I thought maybe it would make it stop, but it didn't. As soon as the door shut, I was like, I should just go out that way. And then I don't know what I was thinking. I panicked. Like, anyway. Anyway. (laughs) Continue pushing it open. Like, would they have chased me? Like, ma'am, you set off the alarm. That's actually not the exit. (laughs) Yeah. Got it. You have to, you gotta come back inside and go around. (laughs) But like, no one else was annoyed that that kid was just like fucking climbing all over the shit that they're not supposed to be on. That you could like kill my kid by falling on it on accident because it's not made for humans to be on top of it. Yeah. But we're all okay with that. Yeah. And the screecher that's loud as the fire alarm. Like, that's fine too. Anyway, so I don't think I'm ever taking them back to a playground at McDonald's ever again. No, I don't think you should anyway, I'm pretty sure they, had, they should all be condemned. So, Oh, fuck that place. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, and fuck that old man who shook his head disapprovingly at you. Right? You didn't deserve that. How rude. I was like, mm. well, I really wasn't. I mean, I was a little annoyed with him, but also I was like, how sad is it for you that you're just sitting here? <laughs> God, I get so bitter. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. He shook his pay. head. Yeah, that's rude. Yeah. Like, and I had, I literally had like the Happy Meals hanging off my fingers, shoes in my hands. I was holding a kid that's too fucking old to be held. Yeah. Was he smiling? Like, oh, this, oh, this no. bitch. Oh, no. I ca- I literally was like, I'm really sorry. Because he looked very frustrated. And I was like, I'm really sorry. And he just shook his head. Ew. What? I know. What a dick. I'd punch him in the throat. I like, shut like, up. Give me something to be mad shut about. Up. Shut up. You know wish I would have thought of that. Wish I would have thought to karate chop him in the throat. <laughs> You, sir, look like you need a karate chop to the throat. Well, wow, Anyway, uh, that's that was my pretty, goddamn... Yeah, that's pretty intense. I'm sorry that happened to you. That's okay. That's probably why on Monday I had a full mental breakdown. It was just everything this compiled. This is overstimulated. <laughs> yeah. So overstimulating. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been more stimulated in my life than in a McDonald's playground. <laughs> Honestly, that's already, like, too much. Too you know? much. Add in fucking 16 other kids that oh, aren't Lord. your kids. Oh, Lord. Also, I have a distinct memory as a kid playing in one of those, and a little girl... Like came up behind me and I was about to go down the slide and she cut in front of me and she said you're a dingleberry and then she went down the slide and I was like oh shit that's am rude. I a dingleberry <laughs> and then I went up to my brother and I was like Jason what's a dingleberry and he was like it's like when balls of poop get stuck to your ass hair and I was like oh I don't think I have any of that. (laughs) I didn't know that was a problem. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't know that we had a term for that or that it was an issue that even exists. I didn't think I've ever experienced that. (laughs) And then I was like, that was pretty rude. (laughs) (laughs) I am not a piece of tarot stuck to a ball hair or butt hair. (laughs) Also, the greatest description of a dingleberry ever. (laughs) I mean, it's pretty accurate. Hey, check this shit out. All right, so let me tell you about my case this week. Okay, tell me. I'm all ears. I am going to tell you about April Millsap. All right. In 2014, April Millsap was a 14-year-old girl living in Armada, Michigan, Mm -hmm. which is about an hour north of Detroit. Okay. She lived with her mother and her stepfather in this quiet village that was one square mile. Oh, Very small. And the population was about 1,700 people. So, 1,700 people in a mile? That's a lot of people actually in a mile. Maybe like the village was a square mile and then everybody lives around the mm, village. I don't maybe. know. Maybe. I like, don't know. Town center. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was very small though. Oh, yeah. And everybody legitimately knew everyone. Yeah. Well, everybody was probably in the same fucking graduating class. <laughs> they were. And then their class photo, like their senior class photo or whatever, literally they fit on like one bleacher. <laughs> oh my God. Maybe not. There's like three rows of people, but like a bleacher length. Yeah. It was small. It was small. I got it. Mm -hmm. I'm with you. Mm -hmm. So Armada was like a super safe place to live. And the last murder that had ever happened there was in the 70s or something like that. Mm. So it was a kind of community where you didn't have to lock your doors or anything. You still should. Yeah. But people didn't. You don't have to lock your doors at my house, but I do. I know. (laughs) I grew up in a house that they didn't lock doors. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Like my whole life. I don't like that. Like how you had a key to get into your house. Mm Mm-hmm. You had just, hopes. Just open the door. <laughs> Come on in. I'm pretty sure your parents are still like that. Parent. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. My dad's dead. <laughs> Hashtag dead dad club. Nah, I'm pretty sure my mom locks it now that my dad's dead. Oh, that's smart. No Good one for to her. defend her on her, you know? Yeah, yeah. Good for her. Yeah, seriously, I wouldn't be able to sleep at night if she didn't lock her fucking shit. Yeah. So, super safe community that is until July 24th of 2014. Okay. When April decides to take her dog for a walk on a popular hiking trail called Macomb Orchard Trail. Okay. She's 14. She's 14. Okay. The trail was paved, like, with asphalt and was very well known. Especially because the town is so small, it's like the one trail that you could like ride your mountain bikes on, go running on, whatever. Yeah, that's their trail. That's everybody's trail. Exactly. So it wasn't uncommon to like run into people that you know and stop and chat. It's like a fucking a nightmare. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you, man. I'm trying to breathe. I just want to go on a nature trail. <laughs> <laughs> so April leaves her home at about five thirty that day, and she takes her dog Penny with her mm-hmm. on the walk. Penny's a yellow lab. Actually, no. But I don't know what kind of dog it was. Hmm. I want to say it looked kind of like a collie mixed with, like, a wiener dog. Interesting. (laughs) But I'm probably not explaining it right because I'm terrible at dog breeds. (laughs) It's probably like its own breed, and I'm like, it looks like a collie mixed with a wiener dog. I mean, that's how they get breeds, yeah. But <laughs> by breeding them, yeah, different ones, <laughs> mixing them together. Yeah, I Thanks don't know the if name. It's, I don't know if it's a pedigree, <laughs> yeah, breed. Anyway, so she's taking Penny with her on her walk. Mm-hmm. Generally, when she would walk the dog, she'd be gone for about an hour or so. But on this day, she was gone for over an hour, and so her mom started to get a little concerned. And so she texts April, and she's like, "Hey, yo, April, where are you at?" Yeah. Some more time passes, and she doesn't get a response from April. Mm -mm. So she sends a few more text messages, and she never gets any responses on. Then 8 p.m. rolls around, and it's starting to get dark outside. I don't like that. No, she's been gone for like three hours. Yeah. That's too long. Yeah. So obviously her mom's concerned, and so she calls April's phone. And it goes straight to voicemail. And this is when, like, red flags and alarm bells start going off because what the fuck? Her phone shouldn't be off. She should be answering me. Like, she should be home by now. She wasn't going to go anywhere else. She was just going to walk the dog. That's not good. Mm -mm. So April's mom calls April's boyfriend, Austin, and asks Austin if he had heard from her at all that day. Austin explains that he hadn't seen her And he was actually hanging out with his friends, but he checks his phone and that's when he sees that he had missed a text from April and it was sent at like 6.30 p.m. Mm -hmm. So this would be like an hour and a half before, around an hour before. And the text message from April says, quote, I almost got kidnapped. OMFG. What? Yeah. Terrifying. Immediately, everybody springs into action, and they start looking for her. Oh, my God. That's the scariest thing I could imagine as a mom. I almost got kidnapped. Oh, my fucking God. So they call over friends, and they start asking around if anybody had seen April, and they're like, no, and people start searching the trail for her. They start walking the trail and calling for her. Meanwhile, while all of this is going down, back at the trail, there's a guy riding his bike, and all of a sudden, he sees a leashed dog run up to him from the trail and it seems really upset and is like stressed. yeah very stressed pacing back and forth the guy follows the dog and the dog leads the guy to a female who seems unresponsive on the side of the trail oh my god mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. dog is a fucking gem this dog needs a monument erected in its honor i agree <laughs> so this trail like I mentioned, it was paved, and it was eight feet wide. And on one side, there was a ditch that was sort of like in a tree line. Like it drops down about four feet or so. And then on the other side of the ditch is a dense tree line with like a bunch of bushes and stuff. You can't really see into it. Mm-hmm. So that's what the trail is. It's kind of like, you know, fucking asphalt, gully, tree line. Okay. And he sees the body in the tree line. Oh. Mm-hmm. Kind of hidden. But like, you know, the dog is like, hey... Fucking oops. look at this shit! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> help. So the guy on the bike immediately calls nine one one, and the police come to assess the scene. Now, mind you, this is a super small town, right? Mm-hmm. And there were actually only two full time police officers in the whole town. There's Mm -hmm. 10 part-time officers, but only two full-time. And the police station is literally, like, the size of a house. It's super small. It's very, very small. Like, the car is actually in the shop? Yeah, we can't. We'll be there in a minute. We're going to ride our bike. We got the bikes today. When they arrive at the scene, they find a young teen girl with her shirt and bra pulled down around her waist. Oh, my God. Her blue shorts and underwear were pulled down around her ankles and her white shoes were off, but they were laying close to the body. And I want to say I heard that the guy on the bike, he actually noticed the shoes first before he noticed the body. Like her shoes had been taken off. I don't know. Mm. She had several injuries to her neck and chin. And I think it was it said something like 48 separate injuries just on her face and her neck alone jesus yeah what kind of injuries like bruises cuts scrapes like there was a fucking scuffle No, oh, baby on her face and her neck there were visible shoe print marks with <sighs> a unique herringbone pattern so that's a good clue uh, uh, like, yeah We you know what kind of shoe fucking terrifying oh it's so terrifying she got stomped on yeah her face and her hair had lots of blood on it and there was leaf material that was clutched in her hands so it was really clear that this was obviously a vicious attack and that it's very likely that she fought back She's like clutching leaf material. She's all cut up and all that stuff. Oh my God. That's so fucking heartbreaking. I know. The victim had no belongings other than her clothing, and there was no form of identification. So, police don't know that April's missing at this time. Yeah, but the family is literally walking around the the trail. Like a mile? That's how big the town is? Yeah, I actually don't know. I feel like the the trail is probably a mile too. The trail's like bigger (laughs) than the town, the trail just goes around the town. (laughs) It's one mile. (laughs) <laughs> it's like this, like, you never leave this town. Could you yeah. imagine living there and never leaving? How boring. Sorry if that's your life. Uh, some people like it. Yeah, some people do. It's not for everyone. Now, police take pictures of this dog to try to figure out, like, who is it? Who is this person we just found? They're going to look on, like, the town's Facebook pages. <laughs> well, I guess they take it to a shelter to see if they can, like, identify Microchip who the dog it. is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like I said, small... Can you imagine t- getting a call from a vet? Oh, like, no. Like, your dog was just found? Yeah. Oh, my God. She uh, probably... Also, we have something else that belongs to you. <laughs> You're going to want to talk to the police. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Ugh. That'd be so sad. News traveled fast in this little town. I could imagine. Yeah. So it got around pretty damn quickly that, like, there was a murdered teen in the woods. So one of April's friends actually sent a bunch of text messages out to all of her friends asking, like, hey, are you guys okay? And everybody responded except for April. <gasps> mm-hmm. Ugh. As the police were processing the scene, April's mom gets word that a teen was murdered on the trail, like in the woods, and Mm -hmm. so she immediately goes to the crime scene. Yeah. The police ask her to describe her daughter's clothing and the dog that she was with, and when she does, that's how the police immediately find out that they have April Millsap. Yeah. Yeah. The chief of police actually knew April and watched her grow up. Oh, no. Yeah. That's so sad. I know. So he was, like, super heartbroken that this happened to her and, like, in his jurisdiction, you know, like, he felt—I don't want to say he felt responsible, but he was fucking tore up about this. Even in the interviews that I watched, he was, like, getting choked up about it. Well, it's, like, on your watch, you know? Yeah. Something like that happens. So sad. Police immediately start to question the family and Austin, April's boyfriend, because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, yeah, check suspect. out. Exactly. Yeah. But all of their alibis check out. So it becomes really clear that it wasn't the family. Well, and also if she texts him, which I guess he could have faked it or whatever, but yeah, she texts yeah. him like, hey, I almost yeah. got kidnapped. Crazy, right? I know. Do you, uh, can you imagine though, if you're the police and all of a sudden you figure out that that text message happened and you're like, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah. <sighs> that means she almost got away. It's really sad. So they have an autopsy performed and it's determined that her cause of death was, quote, blunt head trauma and asphyxiation due to neck compression. Oh, God. It's believed that the killer stood on her neck (gasps) to suffocate her because there was like footprint there. Like he stomped on her neck and stood there. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Oh, my God. That's so sad. This poor little girl. She's 14 trying to walk a goddamn dog. You should be able to walk your dog. But you should be able to walk. Yeah. Yeah, without any of this. Yeah. Now, police are to question people who were on the trail that day asking if they had seen April at all. Yeah. And it turns out that several people had seen her that day. A few of those people were actually April's friends, and her friends were with their dad. So there was a parent that was involved. Okay. And the parent was able to report to the police that he had witnessed April talking to a man who was maybe in his 20s or 30s Mm -hmm. who had been riding a blue motorcycle Mm -hmm. on the trail and he was wearing a black helmet. Are you allowed to ride a motorcycle on this trail? Well, it literally is like a road. Yeah, but it's like the roads around our lakes. You can ride a fucking bicycle, but you're not supposed to bring your moped out. Yeah. I don't know if you're supposed to, but this guy was. What a rebel. What a rebel. Maybe it was pretty common. I don't know. I don't know how big this trail is either. Didn't Eight look up feet. any of that. It just well, Eight I know how feet. wide it oh. was. <laughs> it was wide enough for a bike. <laughs> that I'm aware of. <laughs> maybe it was like, you know, maybe they had like riding trails close by. When I lived in oh, Virginia, that yeah, was a thing yeah. all the time in the woods. Yeah. Anyway, maybe. So now the dad sees her talking with a man, and several other people who saw her also reported seeing a young adult riding a blue motorcycle wearing a black helmet that day. Mm. So several witnesses separately confirmed that there was a dude rolling around on a motorcycle. Mm -hmm. Which is is probably pretty easy to track down, I'd assume. uh, Well, I would think so, too, especially because it's, like, you know, a small town. But not necessarily mean that, like, he came from the town. Fair. Fair. One witness reported that they had seen an interaction between April and this motorcyclist, and something just didn't seem right. And this witness was riding a bike, I think, with, like, her daughter or kid or something like that. hmm And it seemed like April was tense or off or just uncomfortable yeah uncomfortable the mom actually ended up circling back by on her bike to check in and see like if everything was okay because she was just like something isn't right and when she did she drove by and saw the guy the motorcycle guy in the woods (gasps) like where april was murdered and he looked as though like he was shocked like he got caught doing something he wasn't supposed to do oh my god But the lady riding the bike was scared too and uncomfortable, so she just kept going. Yeah. Like, what? I mean, she didn't see the body or anything. Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, like, hey, where's that girl that you were making uncomfortable? Exactly. She was like, "Mm, why are you coming after me now? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh my God. How sad is this, though? Oh my God. How fucking scary. (sighs) So uncomfortable. So police are like, uh, that's for sure our guy. So let's put a bolo out for a blue motorcycle. Yeah. And a guy with a black helmet. So they start to ask around nearby neighbors if anyone has any security cameras in the neighborhood of like, hey, do you have did you happen to catch a guy on a motorcycle driving yeah. by? And they did. So they were like, Okay, we have a timestamp of when the motorcycle guy was around here based off of this camera. I don't remember when it is, but it is around the time that she get murdered she got murdered. So they're like, Okay, for sure, this is our main suspect. Yeah. Also, it turns out that when April went for her walk, she had turned on a fitness app Hmm. to track her workout or, like, how far she walked and all that stuff. I don't like this information. Mm, Well, when she did that, she actually ended up recording her entire attack. Oh, my God. So the police have, like, fucking to the goddamn precise location of everything that happened. During her walk, her phone placed three calls and sent out one text message. That one text message was the, like, I almost got kidnapped message. Mm -hmm. And that was sent at 6.28 p.m. And when that message was sent, her phone data showed that she had just turned around. Like, she had been previously walking down the trail. While she was sending that message, she had just turned around and she's walking back towards her home at a much faster pace than she had previously been walking the entire walk. Oh, my God. So she skeeved out. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I got to get the fuck out of here. Then her phone attempted to make three phone calls to an 810 area code at 631, 632, and 633. So this all happened in, like, a five-minute span of time. Yeah. All, like, the text message and then three phone calls back-to-back. The report actually listed the full number, and I have no idea if it was, like, a friend of hers or somebody she knew. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. That's what I was going to ask. And I tried to look it up. Yeah, it didn't. It showed me all those things. That's like you can get a background report or Mm -hmm. whatever. So I was like, I'm not fucking around with this. But I I hope it's like her friend. Yeah. Or someone maybe she was like, you know, when you like want somebody on the phone with you because you're just freaked out. I wonder yeah. if it was like her boyfriend or something because yeah. he didn't answer the text. He was busy. So I wonder if he, but then you would think that they would say that he missed calls also. Yeah. And he also missed these calls or something. I don't know. So police suspect that April's attacker had stopped her and tried to get her to come with him like, hey, man, come with me, like tried to kidnap him. Didn't work out. So then she starts to like Book go it in the other direction. Yeah. Go the other way. And she thought that she was safe from him. And then they suspect that she had no idea that he was still following her. And that, like, maybe while she was texting or calling or whatever, he came up behind her and hit her in the head with the helmet to knock her out. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ow. So she didn't, they're speculating that she wasn't even aware that he was going to attack her. I feel like. Like, it caught her off guard. That could very well be true and all those things. But, like, I feel like with my dog.
1: The dog would would be, like, freaking out. If there
0: was someone behind me, like, what the fuck are you doing back there? I don't know if she was walking or running home. He yeah. just said that she was moving at a much faster pace than she had been when she was previously walking okay. the trail. Yeah.
1: So Ooh. in my eyes,
0: she's like, get the fuck out of here. And while you're like run walking, you're like, I almost got fucking kidnapped. That shit was crazy. Yeah. Oh, my God. I feel like. And then maybe she was like, oh, he's still a little too close. Let me get on the phone so that he knows not to fuck with me. And nobody answered. And then he fucked with her. Oh, God. I hate that. I hate it, too. So they think that he knocked her over the head and then pulled her into the woods where he ripped off her clothes, attempted to rape her, and then he stomped on her neck so hard that it left the shoe impression on her neck and obviously killed her. Police were able to recreate her entire walk and attack using her phone data, and it showed a struggle for about 15 minutes. 15 minutes? Where she was fighting back. Like, her phone was literally going back and forth. I, I So the reenactment showed that she had a backpack uh-huh. and that they were, like, struggling with the backpack. And I do think I read in the reports that, like, there was a backpack that was taken because she didn't have any belongings on her. Yeah. So the data showed, like, back and forth for 15 minutes. Him, like, trying to rape her and she was like, fuck you and, like, fighting him. 15 minutes. 15 minutes. That's the longest time of your life. That's so long. And can you imagine just being like, Where my nobody knows where I'm at? Like my boyfriend didn't answer me. Yeah. And you're Uh, also on trail. Fucking trail. In the woods. How did nobody see? Yeah. Well, in the trail, from the pictures I saw, it does kind of look like one of those places where, like, you feel like you're safe, but you're also, like, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. You know how, like, sometimes the trail we walk on the lake, we have a couple spots that I'm like, ooh, somebody could fuck somebody up right here. Yeah. Like, I get a little nervous every time. Yeah, you're a little skeeved out in yeah. those random places. Yeah. Okay, so 15 minutes, they struggle, and it's obvious that she was being attacked and fighting back. Then all of a sudden, at 644, her phone takes off from the location where April's remains were found, and it was traveling at 22 miles per hour, so suggesting that it was on a a bike, a motorbike or Mm -hmm. something. Obviously, the killer doesn't know that this app is running and that it's, like, tracking every fucking move. Mm -hmm. And it allowed the police to retrieve her phone. Now, I don't know where they retrieved it. I'm assuming he chucked it in some, like, woods as he drove by. Like, it didn't literally. It wasn't like, and then we knocked on this guy's house. Yeah, 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 it wasn't anything that, like, right, right to the fucking lion's den or anything like that. But it did paint a really good picture as to what happened. Oh, my God. Like a play-by-play. That's so fucking scary. Have you ever done anything for 15 minutes? Like exercise-wise? No, not strenuous. Yeah, that's Mm -mm. so fucking hard. Fighting for your life for 15 minutes? That's such a long time. What a fucking asshole this guy is. How scary. I know. And you're, like, right by your house. You're in walking distance. Yeah. With, With all of this data... The police were keeping an eye out for Blue Motorcycle. And the next day, this they found all the shit out. It's literally like the next day. There is a officer and he's driving back from dropping his kids off from school or something like that. But he's not in the town of Armada, but pretty close by. And he notices a Blue Motorcycle parked in someone's driveway. Mm. And he drove past it. And then he had this like ding, ding, ding light that went off in his head. And he was like, you know what? I should turn around and just take pictures of it, just in case. Mm-hmm. So he does, and then he sends the pictures to his fellow officers or whatever, and they run the plates. And when they do that, they come back with a guy by the name of James Van Colley. hmm And he lived in a nearby town. Turns out this guy has a history. Okay. In 2005 and 2006, he was charged with breaking and entering and failing to pay child support. Little B and E, and he has a kid. B and E. This motherfucker, and he's got a kid, and he ain't paying for it. He's got a kid that's at least ten years old because now this is 2014. Oh, true. Fucking look at that math. Yeah, quick math. Police visit James' home and they ask him, like, "Hey, man, where the fuck were you on the day that April was murdered?" And James was living in his father's home, whose name was also James. Mm. And his father, so this is James Jr. that we're looking at. James II. Yes. But his father also had a fucking history. He was a registered sex offender for having sex with somebody under 13. Ew. David. James. <laughs> yeah. Bleh. And the police officer said that during one of the like first times visiting his house, James had made a comment. James Junior. James. James Junior. had made a comment saying something along the lines of like everything I know I learned from my dad, and his dad was like, Yep, like proud of it. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Also, do you watch Bob's Burgers? Uh, I've seen a few episodes, and I love it, but I've never like watched it a lot. This is Jimmy Junior. <laughs> Oh, no. Okay. His name's James. That's Jimmy. James. Jimmy. Jimmy Jr. Jimmy Jr. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they talked to James, and he said that the day of the murder, he left his house at 5 p.m., and he was on his motorcycle, and he went to go visit his brother. hmm And he said that he left his brother's house shortly before sunset because he was worried about driving in the dark and hitting a deer. Okay. He said he was wearing a black helmet and a Carhartt? Carhartt? Carhartt. What is that? It's a brand. Oh, hoodie. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of brand? Is it, like, hunting brand? It's, like, a country brand. Okay. Like, all your farmers have their fucking Carhartt overalls. It kept, like, every article mentioned it was a car. Is that, like, Bass Pro Shop or something? Yeah, it's, like, fancy pants. And by fancy pants, I mean they're, like, here's a $50 jacket, but, like, it'll keep you warm. They're probably much more expensive than that. Oh, okay, okay, But, like, they're the nice ones. Yeah, I never. North Face, but for the north instead of the east, you know? Mm. Whatever the fuck. I know what you meant. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, interesting. I didn't Google it, and I, every time I say it, I'm like, it's definitely got camo with, like, a buck silhouette on it. Mm, no, they're always, like, tan or, like, olive green. Ew. And they're like, do you want my jacket? It's Carhartt. And you're like, I don't fucking care. I'm just cold. And then you put it on, you're like, I feel like a refrigerator right now. I feel now. like this is a specific event that you are... <laughs> Every time someone offers me a jacket, they're like, <laughs> car Carhartt. Cool. Oh, my God. How did I not know about this? Fucking cool, man. <laughs> oh, my God. seriously, like, do you want to borrow my shoes? They're Gucci. <laughs> yeah. Everyone who owns a horse or rides horses has a Carhartt jacket. Oh. I think that's a fact. Okay. S- Interesting. Standard statistic. My God. Well, or a motorcycle, evidently. Yeah. Or a motorcycle. Okay. Although that's not really a motorcycle jacket. That's it didn't just, like, sound like it. He was like, it's not a motorcycle jacket, but like I might be cold. Yeah, so like I like have a, a Carhartt jacket on. <laughs> yeah, they're like leather on the outside, but it's not leather. It's like fucking carbon fiber or something. I don't fucking know. It's like carbon a Dickies fiber. jacket. It looks oh, like a Dickies jacket. Oh, that that makes sense. I yeah. feel like a refrigerator. Yeah, like boxed <laughs> it's like <in>. boxy. Yeah, <laughs> okay, I got you. <laughs> it was a specific event. Yeah, I could tell. <laughs> it was panning out into a very very specific event. <laughs> anyway, so this Carhartt hoodie. He was wearing and camouflage pants and K-Swiss brand shoes. K-Swiss? K-Swiss. Isn't that like the off-brand fucking Adidas or some shit? I like, thought that was can? like the the like cool brand. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. Like it's like Adidas because they have those stripes on the side, yeah. but it's K-Swiss. I thought it was like, like Kmart's nice. brand oh. Adidas. Man, shit. I don't know. I was the poor kid growing up. So was I. I, have I, I didn't and- have either. I had fucking <laughs> Airwalks. <laughs> <laughs> those sound nice. It's not like you're walking on air. Those Jordan's Air Jordans. <laughs> air Jordans. <laughs> you imagine me in Air Jordans. He was like, could Got my Jordans on." Oh my god. Okay, so he was in his fucking K-Swiss shoes. Okay, Swiss. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Now James's girlfriend, Crystal, also lived with James and is Be- it baby mama? I don't think Who's so. Who's fucking sleeping with this guy? Maybe uh, Crystal, evidently. He's a sex offender. Uh, no. Uh, he wasn't. James Sr. was the sex offender. Oh, he was just a biennier. James Jr. is just busting and breaking and shit. Yeah. Okay. So now Crystal also lived with James and backed his story saying that he had left at five to go take his brother some, quote, toothbrush thing and to pick up some money. So I was like, drugs. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. what is a toothbrush thing? That's mm-hmm. weird. <laughs> That's the weirdest thing you could have picked. It was, uh, it's some just it's really diatomaceous important. earth <laughs> in a bag. <laughs> It's really important I take him this toothbrush thing. And the only thing that I can think of is, like, a toothbrush cap, like a a cover. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. He came to my house and he brushed his teeth, but he forgot the cap. So I had to bring it back to him. It's very urgent. (laughs) You don't want it to dry out. And I got to get some money. Uh For the cap. Yeah. It's very expensive. So James's alibi checks out. But... Kind of. Interestingly enough, yeah, kind of. When the police arrive on the property, they ended up finding like an entire marijuana grow operation. And they were like, hey, man, you can't have that. So you're going to have to come with us. So mm. he gets arrested anyway. OK. Just not for the whole, you know. Rape April, and murder thing. April thing. Yeah. yeah. The, that whole thing. That whole that whole fucking debacle. Mm. Yeah. So, with James now in jail, police question Crystal again, and she changes her story. She was like, actually, what happened was... Exactly. She explained to them that James and her had been in a nine-year-long relationship. Jesus. And that they had recently broken up and gotten back together, like, two weeks prior. And she says that it was not a very good relationship, and that he was very controlling, and, like, she was afraid of him. Like mm-hmm. if he didn't if she didn't back his alibi, she was afraid what would happen to her. Mm-hmm. She says that the night that April was murdered, James was acting really strangely. Um, How fucking scary would it be to be that girlfriend? though? So scary. To well, be like, oh, police are asking for this alibi and I'm covering for him on this thing because I'm like scared or whatever. But like then to know that the person that you're sleeping next to or whatever is, is fucking a murderer capable of that. Yeah. So scary. She seemed pretty scared. Like even in the interviews that it was like an a and interview or some shit that I watched Mm -hmm. and she seemed like I was like if I didn't do that then it would have been me like that was my survival you know Yeah. this poor lady so she explains that she fabricated some of what she told them because James instructed her to do so she also says that that night he didn't come home until about 8 or 9 p.m. From the brother's house mm-hmm. and that he crawled into bed with her and said something along the lines of like, I really messed up and I need you to stand by my side. Bitch, that's not a mess up. Uh-uh. And he was like really lovey dovey, like that was his demeanor. And so to her, she says, like historically, that meant he cheated or something. Well, like it was really bad. Whatever it was, it was really bad. Isn't that creepy? Historically. Historically. Yeah. She also says that in the middle of the night she was woken up because James was cleaning his shoes and his bike helmet and he was using an old sock and hand sanitizer. And when she asked him, what are you doing? He said he had oil on his shoes and they were his Jordans. They were Jordans, like his favorite pair of Jordans. Mm. And he was cleaning those with a sock and hand sanitizer and his helmet saying that it was oil. And then all of a sudden his Jordans were gone. Like he never wore them again. She never saw them again. And they were his favorite shoes. But she lied and said that he was definitely wearing his K-Swiss, which, by the way, for the record, if anybody was like, what kind of shoes was Lee wearing? I'd be like, I don't fucking know. I don't even know what kind of shoes. He has Nikes, I think. I don't know. I think Brandon only has Vans. Yeah It's pretty simple Oh Lee's got a pair of Lee has more shoes than I do Brandon has more shoes than I do Oh my do. god It's like a problem Brandon bought me a pair of shoes yesterday Oh that was nice of him Really nice Where the fuck did that come from? Are they nice shoes? Were they on sale? Was it so that he can get a sale? Like wasn't it? What happened? Uh, He's like They were at a thrift store And oh. they were brand new And he was like That looks like some shit Aaron would wear And then he bought them for me And he was like What size are you? And I was like Six And he was like Alright is that an extra small? And I was like I don't think you understand How shoe sizes work <laughs> I've never seen that on a shoe size. I looked at it. He bought me sevens. Oh, I'll take them. Well, they mean, they fit. They're cute. Oh, okay, well, fine. You can them. wear them, too. Oh, I'll take them. Oh, those will be mine. Ah, thank you. He bought you. me shoes. <laughs> See how quick I was to be like, oh. oh, cool. That was nice of him to do that for you, for me. Uh, I mean, Yeah. I'll wear them to an event and see if they actually actually fit. Yeah, that like long extended wear. Yeah. All right, so homie was wearing Jordans and not K Swiss. Okay. He's wearing the J's, not the K's. Mm-hmm. Police comb through his social media, James's social media, mm-hmm. and they find pictures of him wearing a pair of Jordans. And they went out and bought a similar pair because they weren't able to find these Jordans anywhere. So they go out to buy a similar pair to see what the tread pattern is on the bottom of the shoe. And wouldn't you fucking know it, it has the same herringbone pattern that was on her face Hmm. and neck. And by her, I mean April. That's suspicious. I know. They also seized a motorcycle helmet and his computer. Mm -hmm. And on his computer, they found searches like, quote, how to get a girl that does not like you to like you. And Did he know her? I don't fucking know. It's weird. Also, Google's not going to help you, bro. Like, what the fuck? Try witchcraft. Yeah, try a spell or two before you go to Google. Google's not going to be like, anyway. Google's going to be like, try to suck less. Yeah. Maybe just don't talk to her. Maybe Maybe move on. Leave her alone. That's what Google should say. That's what it should say. Another search was, quote, why would this girl say I'm too old for her but still hit on me? Ew. Because she's trying to leave... She's trying to politely leave the conversation. Yeah. She's not hitting on you. Yeah. She's giving you the answer, and then she's trying to let you down easy so you don't murder her. Exactly. Anyway, so I don't know if he knew April. I mean, it was a small area, so it's possible that maybe they did know each other some way, shape, or form, or, like, acquaintances or something. Mm -hmm. I don't really know for sure. But with all of this evidence, they have enough circumstantial evidence to charge him with first-degree murder. Oh, my God. But mind you, they don't have any DNA. Like, they don't—they do a rape kit on her, and I guess— they don't get any DNA back. There's no fibers. There's no hairs or anything that they collect from the scene. Wow. His motorcycle helmet, I'm guessing they didn't get any DNA from it. They didn't get the shoes. Like there's not a lot of like solid evidence to put him at the scene other than eyewitnesses, this like herringbone shaped pattern on her skin. And that he allegedly owned Jordan's and Exactly. And Crystal's like testimony, which, by the way, now she's kind of like, is she credible or not? Because she changed her story. Yeah. Granted, I feel like it's a good reason to change your story. But still, you have to balance that, right? Yeah. So he gets charged with first degree murder. He maintains his innocence and his defense keeps pointing out that there's zero evidence that links him to the crime scene. Regardless of all of that, though, prosecutors were able to present enough evidence to prove to the jury that he did own those sneakers prior to and around April's murder mm-hmm. and that there was enough circumstantial evidence that he's the fucking murderer. So the trial ends up lasting three weeks and the jury finds him guilty. Wow. hmm He ends up getting sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Good. Fuck that guy. He still fucking maintains his innocence and claims that he was framed— by whom? Uh, the police. Even his mom was in the courtroom the day that he was, you know, pronounced guilty or whatever. And she was like, we love you. We'll get you out of here. And was like interviewed later like, my son is framed. Like she thinks that her son didn't do it either. April's family ended up making a memorial for her with a bench and a picture of April where people can go and visit and remember the fun, vibrant 14-year-old <sighs> that they all Loved. And her memorial has her and Penny. It fucking should. Yeah. And the dog's still alive. Well, I mean, as of the recording of whatever I watched, the dog was still alive. That dog fucking is a hero. Oh, my God. For, like, helping them find her. Oh, my God. How sad is that? How sad. This little girl was just going for a walk around her house, like, close by. It makes me never want to let my kids outside, ever. I know. It makes me so sad. Like, I used to walk to 7-Eleven all the time and get candy bars and me walk too. back. And it yeah. felt fun. It was like a fun little adventure. And now I'm like, mm, fuck that. Now you're like, we'll drive, bitch. Get in the car. There are things that people want from you. Yeah. People are jerks. Oh, my God. Also, there's no real good reason for this guy other than possibly if he knew her and she had been, like, rejecting him and then he was, like, getting angry or something. But then I feel like— Even so, it's a fucking fragile male ego that can't take a goddamn rejection. No, yeah. Or what are the odds— From a child. What are the odds, though, that he was just driving by and saw her alone and was like, I'm going to rape her? I mean, that could have happened, too. 'Cause you think in the message she might have been like, Oh my God, James almost kidnapped me or something if she Yeah, ran. yeah, yeah. Or maybe it was one of those like Oh my god, I almost got kidnapped and you're supposed to be like, What? And then you'd be like, ha-ha, I saw James. He was fucking trying to get yeah. me to go with him in the car or whatever. Like Oh my god, how scary requires though. that follow up yeah thing. Mm, that sucks. I don't like it though. Or what if like she was being attacked and she was trying to make those phone calls to like get help? Like or what if she was just calling a random number cuz she was like being attacked so she's trying to make her phone do something? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, what if it just did it on its own? Like Yeah. Oh my god, god. it just goes crazy. So sad. But yeah, 15 minutes. So always keep your fitness trackers on. Yeah. Smart of her. She didn't even realize she, that probably helped. Well, I know that helped so much in the case. Yeah. Being able to track everything that was going on and paint a picture to see that she's traveling quicker and that it was taken off by a motorcycle. Like nobody's yeah. running 22 miles an hour. No, nobody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for you to argue with that. <laughs> no, nobody. You're right. Nobody's shining that. No, no, no. That's very fast. So if you want to check out pictures pertaining to that case, go to isgdpodcast.com and please join our Patreon. For as little as $1, you get one extra episode every month, and you get access to all of the back episodes. That's 42 episodes now. 42. 42! For a dollar, plus you're supporting your favorite podcast. Come join us on social media. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Hell yeah. Our handle is at ISGD Podcast. Hell yeah. You can email us at ISGDpodcast at gmail.com or snail mail us at PO Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 91979. <sighs> And the, 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 that's all, folks. Bye! <laughs> do, 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 do. Do. <laughs>